me. What's man. up? <laughs> As you know, not the only thing that's up in my world is sick children, uh, internet connections that are making my life miserable. I'm on the wi- I'm just using Wi-Fi right now, so we'll see if it cuts out in the middle of it. Um, and I've dealing actually, with tech issues. I've actually been using just Wi-Fi for the past several months after I switched over from uh, Comcast to Verizon, and it's been working mm. great. So. Well, I, I mean, know. I was I was using Wi-Fi with no problems, and all of a sudden, I couldn't like it continuously would disconnect. Then I plugged it with Ethernet, solved the issue. Now the Ethernet cuts out constantly. Um, I it's just it, is there any more frustrating thing in the world than a tech issue where you just you're trying everything and it just is not, nothing's working, mm-hmm. and you feel like there's nothing in life you feel more helpless in. I think than this. Like you just, you're just like, I, I don't know what to fucking do here. It's, there's nothing worse. There's no worse feeling in life than feeling fucking helpless. And that's what I feel like right now. Dealing no, with this I, I can, shit. I can relate to that. I mean, not, not the same issue, but you know, with, with my job, a lot of what I do, it's, fo- you have to follow different like procedures. And this past week I had to, you know, work in some areas that I haven't had to do things like maybe like once a year I have to do something. So I spend freaking half my day just trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do when, <laughs> Honestly, somebody else could just do it in probably 10 minutes, but I, I, right, I can't yeah. stand shit like that where I just know that I'm just wasting time. Like, yeah, it's, it's so yeah. annoying. I mean, I, I guess in my PR career, the half of it's that too is you have to, you know, like, I can't make anybody write anything unless I pay them a lot of money to do it. And that's mm-hmm. not, that's called advertising, not PR. And yeah, it's like half the time too. The frustration there bubbles over and that it doesn't matter what I do sometimes. <laughs> it's not, it's not going to, it's not going to write about it. <laughs> Well, anyway. Well, we're not here today to talk about our frustrations. That's on our other podcast. It's called Our Frustrations. Make sure you search for it on your podcasting app. Uh, It's Arfus for short. Arfus. You know what? Not to be confused with the podcast Arfus, which is for puppy people that like uh, puppy play. Very sexual. Uh, No, I, uh, I will say I'm very frustrated still with... What's going on right now with uh, the Israel and the Palestine protesters and shit I've seen today. I saw you commented on one thing I tweeted out, which we can talk about briefly. And then also this fucking main shooter, which that's a, it's like it's just it's so aggravating to have to deal with this crap over and over again with these fucking mass shooters and the same circular arguments that accomplish nothing. But. I want to, the one thing I just, I just recently pissed me off right before we jumped on here is, you know, it's like, so Nikki Haley's out there talking about how we have to redefine anti-Semitism as anti-Zionism, which is utter horseshit. Uh, so you can't, you can't say that the nation control, oh, here you go. Perfect. Yeah, I'll read it. She said, you can't fight anti-Semitism if you can't define it. Joe Biden and the left refuse to call anti-Zionism anti-Semitism. Never mind that there's also anti-Zionist Jews in abundance out there, by the way. As president, I will change the official federal definition of anti-Semitism to include denying Israel's right to exist. And I will pull schools tax exemption status if they do not combat anti-Semitism in all of its forms in accordance with federal law. College campuses are allowed to have free speech, but they are not free to spread hate that supports terrorism. Federal law requires schools to combat anti-Semitism. Even that is bullshit, uh, by the way. We will give this law teeth and we will enforce it. 
The United States of America will not use taxpayer dollars to fund anti-Semitism, period. The October 7th massacre and the ensuing weeks have proven that, that many of us have long known there is no difference between anti-Zionism and anti-Semitism. In order to combat anti-Semitism, we have to define it, and that starts at the top. So, your thoughts, Odie? Yeah, so re- replace, like, uh, anti-Semitism, or just replace the idea here with climate change instead. And just imagine someone on the left doing the exact same thing and pulling funding from schools if they're not combating the uh, climate change deniers who are spreading this dangerous I- ideology. Um, you know, the, the left and the right are just as bad as each other. And, you know, it, it takes something like this for us to be reminded just it to just come right back to control, right back to taking liberty, liberty away, right back to being tyrants. And it, it makes me. Yeah, it makes me angry to see it for sure. Um, and that's not to say like some of these pr- leftist protesters who are, you know, the, the way that I'm, I'm lo- that I look at this conflict in uh, between uh, the Palestine, it's between Hamas and and yeah. Israel. Um, I just don't want kids to die. That's basically where I fall on this. So let's not kill kids. Can we start with that? And, and work back from there, try to minimize the killing of children. Um, but you do have the people on the left who are like, oh, yeah, we you just wipe out wipe out all the Israelis, which is just as bad as what you know a lot of the Israelis want to do to the Palestinians. So um, there is some bad shit on college campuses coming out of these with these leftists who are ripping down posters of uh, Israelis who have been kidnapped by Hamas. I mean, that, that shit's terrible, but... You know, they should be allowed to protest. Free yeah, speech. I mean, exactly, man. And yeah, I also agree. You're it's it's an insane and stupid thing to rip down posters of hostages. I also think what's the fucking point of putting these posters up? That's just another form of propaganda, by the way. But because I mean, you're putting them up in America. You know, asshole yeah. John Federer put put posters of Israeli hostages that were taken uh, up outside of his office. OK, that's just more propaganda, dude. What do you what's that poster going to fucking do? Nothing. Except it's just propaganda, but you shouldn't yeah, rip yeah, them that's down. A good point. <laughs> you shouldn't. I mean, you should also shouldn't be, you know, ripping them down because of Israel um, and what they're doing. Because those people are hostages; they haven't taken. I mean, it, it's equally stupid to rip them down as to put them up. They're both stupid. But mm-hmm. to your point, you know, we're talking about now, and when you talk about also, you know, redefining anti-Semitism and anti-Zionism. No, anti-Zionism is essentially you know, standing against what Israel has done, what they're doing, what the, you know, the state of Israel, if anything, anti-Zionism sentiment is far more fair than anti-Semitic sentiment. And there's, and any thinking person can see the difference between those two and to define it as such as saying it's anti-Zionism. Okay. So now anybody who says Israel does anything wrong, is it anti-Semite? Cause that's what they've been saying for years, right? If you criticize Israel, you're an anti-Semite. It's absurd. It's absurd to give them. They're already this gifted class of statehood, right? An ethno state that nobody seems to be able to to say boo about, gets all of our money, uh, seems to be able to kill at will without any condemnation uh, or else, you know, they try to get you fired if you're the UN secretary speaking what is very clearly a rational perspective on the denial of humanitarian aid, the killing of civilians, the bombing of churches. And of course, Justin Amash had lost family members in that church bombing where Israel blew Mm -hmm. up a fucking church. And yet that's anti-Semitism to say that according to Nikki Haley and to protest it on campus. 
it's she it, disgusting. She's the worst. She she is she is John McCain. I mean, yeah. it's uh, Tom Woods or Scott Horton or both of them have probably said it a bunch of times. But no matter who you vote for, you always end up with John McCain. Yeah. But literally, if you vote for <laughs> Nikki Haley, you're going to get a female John McCain. Yeah. And, and also, you know, something else I saw that I think is disgusting is there now there were a bunch of students at Harvard and, and other schools that took part in anti-Israel protests, right, or, pro, or pro-Palestinian protests. Now, mm-hmm. you could have you can take umbrage with some of the signs, right? As you said, I don't think you should be saying death to Israelis or uh, cheering on the deaths of Israelis. To your point, I'd rather have no killing here. So mm-hmm. that's shameful. But having a protest isn't having valid points made about, you know, them essentially holding these people hostage in their own nation and not allowing them entry or exit and all these other things are valid points. Talking about the way the the people have been treated, talking about how now 7,000 Gaza people in Gaza have been killed. Uh, You know, uh, Todd Hagopian had had tweeted out, that's more than 9-11 and, you know, two other catastrophes combined easily. You're allowed to point these things out and then not be doxed because now there's trucks going around showing people who signed a a letter that said that they felt that this was on the uh you know israel's fault for this constant state they're going and parking trucks in front of their houses and around campus with their pictures on it calling them anti-semites now some people are saying oh this is well if you're if you're signing your your name to a letter like that publicly well then this is what happens no you know what no and that falls under just because you can doesn't mean you should. It's number one, it's fucking harassment if you're doing that. It is doxing. If you're going and parking in front of somebody's house, that's harassment and doxing. And what do you expect? If you're parking for their house, you're clearly calling on them to be harassed for violence against them. I would, I, at least I would argue, or else why are you parking in front of their house? You're clearly trying to, to have something happen to them negatively. And for people to cheer this on, if you think this is the way a polite society, a an intelligent society handles uh, its problems on a well-funded, divisive issue, I hope they fucking park a truck in front of your goddamn house and with your fucking stupid face on it on the next issue that you oppose that happens to fall in between two very well-funded sectors of the populace who happen to disagree. It's insane, and it's disgusting for me to see it. I'm, I'm really fired up about it. It fucking pisses me off to no end to see this shit. And the morons yeah. cheering it on. Well, war, I mean, this war expanding and uh, escalating, bringing in other nations, Iran, uh, Hezbollah, Lebanon, um, it's it's good, or at least the left and the right both think it's good for them. I think Joe Biden and his regime think it's good for him because if you have a president – if it's a wartime president, you're much more likely to be reelected because, you know, the, the populace, as, as the thinking goes, is not yeah. um, normally going to you know, vote against an incumbent president during during a war. But the right, you know, the right, the neoconservative right, they love war. I mean, they don't get enough war. Yep. It's you want to you want a war that much. I want a war twice as much as you. You're, you 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 call yourself a warmonger. I'm the biggest warmonger there is. There's yeah. not not they can't get enough of it. So th- that's kind of the situation we're in, where, where they're trying to they're trying to out warmonger each other. Yeah. Well, here I just brought up. If you're watching the video, you can see the picture here in front of someone's house. A truck with a girl's picture on it and her name in front of her fucking house because she dared to sign a letter saying that 
she thought Israel was responsible for this. Whether that's right or wrong, this response is despicable. So there you go. And what, is, and what does it say? Something leading anti-Semites? Harvard's leading anti-Semites. Yeah. And again, this is doxing truck parks outside of the students' homes. Despicable. Yeah. I mean, the whole, the whole thing is just, what a freaking mess, man. What a mess. And I, don't know, I talked I, I, about honestly, on my show on, on Monday, like there was this article in the sun that talked about like six things that could happen that could legitimately, you know, turn this into world war three. And like half of them were pretty much already there. And the other mm-hmm. half, I it's pretty likely it, it looks like it, you know, Saudi Arabia getting involved. Yeah. Um, I, I ran, um, escalating their backing of Hezbollah and Hamas. I mean, it's the stuff that's probably going to happen. Like the U the U S and UK getting involved on the ground. We're almost there. Like, Good luck. Oh, Good luck recruiting. Good fucking luck. Every any person that's drafted should uh, absolutely refuse to to partake. Do not comply. There has to be an end to this. These fucking war pigs and our involvement in this garbage that does not concern us. Doesn't well, there concern was us. a uh, there was a real I saw. I'm not gonna be able to find it, but a couple of days ago, you know, it was like a a guy our age, probably maybe a little older, who has kids who are you know 18, 20 years old, and he's like. You think that you're going to draft these, you know, 18-year-olds today? You think they're going to go fight yeah. in a war? <laughs> no. They're not going anywhere. Maybe uh, if you set them up with like uh, you know, some sort of drone technology in their room, they would, you know, fight the war from their bedroom. They're they're not going to war. No. Do you want these people going to war for you? It was it was pretty funny. <laughs> That's pretty good. All right, well, let's get into the let's get into some fun. Um, I've got three memes for you. Do you want to cue yours up or you want me to start? Um, you can, you can go. Okay. So my first meme, yeah, I'm ready. My first meme I thought was, uh, was pretty funny. This says, this is from uh, an account I've become fond of, which is 300 guns on, uh, Instagram, but it's got a guy in black and white and he's calling on the telephone, an old telephone. And it says, Hello. People of 2023, have you colonized Mars yet? Do you have flying cars? And then you scroll down, and he's got a little confused look on his face. He says, what do you mean you don't know what a woman is? <laughs> Which I thought, I thought is really fantastic. Yeah. And to encapsulate how we're going backwards as a society in the efforts to cater to these mad ideas that go against what is accepted biology, accepted truth for thousands of years now. So, yeah, <laughs> very, very funny. And, again, the prioritization of the trans battle over flying fucking cars or the advancement of real science. Very funny. Well, that, that's a tremendous lead-in for my meme here because we have uh, – and I forget her name, his name, um, the former Pennsylvania – whatever health secretary and Biden moved her into some role where she's the mm-hmm. admiral of something. I don't even know. She's always wearing yeah. a uniform. What, what's her name? I, I'm totally drawing a blank. Um, De- is uh, it Deborah something or uh, um, it's not Deborah Fauci <laughs> looks like uh, uh, John McCain um, with a, with a wig on a little bit. De- Deborah. No, it's not Deborah lower. That's a different it's one. Not Deborah. Fuck. I got anyway, look it up real quick. You keep talking. I'll look it up. Anyway, it says it says at the top, it's got a picture of her looking very, very, I don't know, like blah, like nothing. 
and uh, says a health reminder to all Democrat women: it's time for your an- for your annual prostate check. <laughs> don't don't forget to get that prostate check. Just because uh, Doctor Rachel Levine. That's Rachel Levine. That's I knew it. Yeah, the name of this person. Uh, oh, Matthew Butts weighs in, says, so with the Turkey ambassador to the UN speech yesterday shouldn't be ignored. China brokered a peace between Iran and Saudi Arabia and Yemen the other day. I'm thinking Turkey, Iran, and Saudi Arabia team up. Yeah, by the way, I do want to, that's something I was thinking about recently. China, right, that's the, on the axis of evil now. Don't forget the new China axis of evil with Russia, Iran, mm-hmm. and, and Russia, and uh, China. They're out there offering to broker peace deals, which is what the United States used to do. But instead, guess who's becoming more of a actual world power economically and now politically? Oh, China, because China isn't wrapped up in a bunch of fucking allied bullshit and trying to forward wars. They're trying to negotiate the pieces. What's going to get you farther in, in our situation? Doubling down on empire building and bombing and arming enemies and pushing divisiveness or actually trying to get the situation calmed down by going to a table and negotiating, which is apparently what China's doing. Which one do you think is going to afford your global ambitions more? Yeah. Matthew Butts says, I'm thinking we are the axis of evil. You know, you might, you might not be wrong there. We are, we are at the um, dead center. We are not, the, yeah. if, if the that's axis. the case, then we're, we're not far from ending up here in, uh, in train cars. I don't think. No, Digital the axis spins maybe. around us. Okay, my turn. So next one, I'll bring up uh, another one. That does, not related to Palestine and Israel, but I thought this was great from Declaration of Memes. This is one. And another one, which I think about all the time because it's so not, such nonsense. Climate change. We're being told all the time sea levels are rising, that it's going to kill us all, that New Orleans is going to be underwater. And yet, also CNN Here's a thousand-year-old citadel that shows the sea levels have never been rising. It's literally a castle in the middle of a, a like a salt flat ocean that wow. floods and drains regularly. This castle's been there for a thousand years. It's not underwater. <laughs> Nothing has changed. St. Michael, Mont St. Michael or Michelle, the thousand-year-old citadel that rises out of the Atlantic Ocean. Now, to be clear, it doesn't submerge underwater. It maintains itself above the ocean, but the walls come, you know, the water rises up and goes down on the pre-existing walls for a thousand years. So there you go. Climate change debunked in one simple picture. That's just amazing that it hasn't like sunken. That's like being built on, I'm assuming it's got to be built on rock. I mean, if it was built on sand. Yeah, there's got to be bedrock underneath. Yeah, underneath it and then sand all around it. But it is incredible. I mean, it's gorgeous. And yeah, so, so, and I've, also, I've also seen other uh, other pictures, by the way, of sea level where it shows the exact same sea level that's just maintained forever. Yeah, I, I don't I don't believe that sea level has risen at all in the past no. 10, 20, 30 years. I, I, I mean, when you see like erosion on the beach and all this it doesn't mean the sea levels rise. It means you have erosion on, on your beach. You know, the tides yeah. are changing and it's I think it's all bullshit. But speaking of beautiful, as I was saying, we got a uh, just stunning looking <laughs> AOC hand in hand with Donald Trump, a pregnant AOC. And it says the one thing the establishment <laughs> truly fears. That's a pretty ridiculous uh, picture there by AI, I assume, making that. Yeah. Did it did a good job. Did it, did it get the yeah. fingers right? 
It's yeah, actually it looks AI's like Trump. Trump looks like pretty spot on. AOC yeah. you, a little more. The face well, is they, a little they, different they, for well, sure. They plumped, they plumped her face up because she's pregnant. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> All right, my last meme here is uh, this one does circle back to a recent uh, development. Of course, they, we mentioned the main shooter, and uh, this is from Vanessa Chase who uh, posted this and it's a says there's no reason it's a it's a uh, an angry leftist with the multicolored flags and a vaccine symbol it says there's no reason to own a gun think of the children and then if it's got the base chad head to the right and a, uh, a nice mr-15 and it says you wanted to take my kids and put me in a camp for being unvaccinated <laughs> yeah. yeah that's a very good reason to own a gun if they're and let's not forget, by the way, people like Kamala Harris is out there talking about how Australia bought back the guns mandatorily. And by the way, what a what a fucking country of uh, of pusses for going along with it. I say that as a man who's on Australian radio every week. Why do they go along with this mandatory gun buyback? Shameful. But Australia notably also was one of the countries that literally had a concentration camp created for the unvaccinated mm-hmm. and made people yeah. go to that camp. So there you go. Proof, case in point. Proof from the pudding. Yeah, and I mean, a, a more recent example in Israel, when that terrorist attack did happen at that festival, you know, what if the people there were armed? Right. Might have had a chance. Had and a let's chance. not forget that everybody in Israel, is, after, you, after you hit the age of uh, 18, you need to go, actually, I can't remember if it's age of 18 or before after college, whatever it is, but you're forced to do two years in the military. So mm-hmm. everybody at that festival, by the way, in theory, should have been combat trained. So instead of mm-hmm. taking, which Israel forcibly takes the guns back when you leave military service, only the military has guns in Israel. Well, yes, they could have been happily shooting the fucking Hamas animals that were uh, undertaking this terrorist attack out of the air. Um, skeet shooting, if you will. And there would have been far less of a, uh, a genocide against the... That'll be a, that'll be a new... Uh, was that Nintendo that had the, the duck, duck hunt, hunt game? Yeah. Hamas hunt. Hamas hunt. And then there's a little dog that's like, <laughs> and you shoot one down. <laughs> and then if, if you get five, then you actually get like a bowl of hummus. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. We got the, uh, this is a, a common meme. You got the, yeah. <laughs> the man in, in sleep, asleep in bed next to his wife. But we got to change the here. Instead of a woman, we got Zelensky. And instead of the the husband, you got Joe Biden. And Zelensky says, I bet he's thinking about Israel. And Joe Biden says, where am I? Where'd my ice cream go? (laughs) Corn pop. Is that you? Yeah. (laughs) Not too far off. uh, Don't worry, Zelensky. We know that uh, Joe hasn't forgotten about you, though, or whoever writes the bill, since we're now now pledging to uh, omnibus bill Israel Taiwan, as I talked about in my show this week, because the axis of evil now, you have to have Taiwan spending lumped in with Israel spending lumped in with Ukraine spending, because that's what's going to fund the new war against the axis of evil. Yeah, because you put it all together, and if you deny it, well, you're an anti-Semite, or you hate Ukraine, and you're pro-Russia. Just lump it all together. There's no way out of it. And if you don't want to fund the the, uh, Taiwanese... Well, you obviously, you're anti-Asian. You hate the Asian peoples. What are you, Harvard? Hating Asians? Harvard does hate the Asians. 
I will say that. They deeply despise the Asians. Well, that's it. I don't got anything else today. Although I will say, not being Ethernet wired in has worked. So is it the Ethernet ports on my shit that are broken? Who's to know? It might be, actually. I had more hmm. trouble with Ethernet when I was doing that than anything else. So I wonder if just it's a, be... I, I wonder if it's like a, a fucking shitty Mac. Because my Mac, I had to go through a connector which I never had problems with to, get, to use the Ethernet. Maybe it's that. Uh, I don't know. Such a that wouldn't surprise me. Could be that. There's so many variables to fucking try to check off this garbage. It's so yeah. frustrating. Anyway, good memeing. All right. Well, uh, good episode this week. If you guys like this, be sure to subscribe on YouTube and actually watch the memes in real time, in real life. You can see them up on the screen. And uh, make sure you hit the bell on the top to get the notification. Or watch on Rumble. We always get a nice little audience live watching our uh, episodes over there so anything else brian uh just uh, just that i was thinking it's funny i'm railing about all these you know life and death real world issues wearing a shirt that says uh send nudes on it <laughs> i hope somebody's out there's watching and they're like god the send nudes guys really making a lot of sense <laughs> there's got to be somebody who's saying that <laughs> all, right, all right see you next week later